Welcome to Student Stories, a Albany podcast for you. My name is Jasenia. I'm Delby, and today we have Maui. Hey, hey, everyone. How's it going? Good, how are you? Welcome. I'm pretty good, I'm pretty good. Hey, can you tell us a little bit about you? So, my name is Maui. I'm from Rockland County. I know the Bronx just a little bit. I'm not really from the Bronx. I more so like grew up in Rockland. I really just want to start this off about my mom. I feel like that's where my story really starts. I feel like that's where everything really stems from, like with my mom. So I just feel like my mom was robbed of a family in a way. And I feel like growing up, she had this big idea of like expecting somebody to come save her. And I felt like a lot of that played into her parenting in a way. So growing up, I was forced to live with my grandma because my I just feel like my mom wasn't ready for kids at the time. I felt like my dad abandoned her to like take care of two kids all alone. And that's not like now that I'm adult, like I understand money issues. I understand what it means to like I don't have kids. <laughs> I don't have kids at all. But like I understand what it means to like have to manage money, worry about bills, worrying about food. Like I understand so I see how that drove her crazy in a way, and I could see why she was just so ready to give us up to my grandmother, her mother, but I, she knew the person her mother was at the end of the day, but I feel like she also just wanted her safety. My mom had me at 21. I just felt like I'm 21 now. I could not imagine having a kid at this age. So like, I could understand why she was so ready to give us up. Part of me is like, hmm. Like, I can't, I'm still forgiving her till this day, but I'm still partially mad at it. So living with my grandma, I wouldn't say it was terrible all the time, but I wouldn't say it was the best thing that happened to me throughout my childhood. I would definitely say she put competition between my brother and I, like comparing our grades, comparing like body types, like, oh, your brother's skinny, you're on the bigger side, just like a whole bunch of things, just very like abusive, manipulative. And, like, there would be, like, fights between, like, her and my uncle. And financially, it just wasn't the best thing. Like, we've had times where, like, the cable was cut off. And, like, that really sucks growing up when you hear, like, all your friends talking about, like, Victorious. Like, the the latest Victorious um, episode. Just, like, all those, like, Nickelodeon specials. And, like, I was forced to watch, like, Christian TV (laughs) growing up. And I was like, Grandma, please turn this off. But we've also had times like the water was cut off and I've had to like shower with like gallons of water. Anything you can name, like it's been cut off for us before, if I'm being honest. But the money problems got so bad to one point that like we got evicted during my brother's like eighth grade graduation. And I know it sucks to say this, but like I was relieved at one point, like all like to see all of our stuff on like the front lawn. I it sucked to like just feel like thrown out on the lawn in a way but like I was like I'm free from this in a way like I'm free from all the drama the chaos the arguing my grandma wasn't a a terrible person I don't really consider people terrible people because we all have things that like make us away and I felt like her childhood also had like a lot of crazy stories so she's told me how like my my family's like immigrant based so my grandmother's from Jamaica, and she told me, like, when she was leaving to get on the plane, her father told her, I'm going to die. And she came to America, and 
by the time she landed, her father was dead. I don't know what happened to him. I don't know if it was like an illness or anything, but like, imagine how traumatizing that is to just get on a plane here. Like somebody that you love so much is going to die. And then like, you never hear from them again. And like her story here is just like, she was with the abuse and just like also feeling like denied by her mother and just like being compared to sibling. So like, I see like how, it transferred onto me and my brother in a way. So like, I don't really consider her a terrible person, but like that just wasn't the best thing for me. So from there, like being evicted, um, he was in eighth grade. I think, I think it was his sixth grade graduation. I was in eighth grade and I was entering high school. And from there I moved in with my aunt and she was like the saner sister in a way. So freshman year, of high school I lived with my aunt and I would definitely consider her like the saner sister out of like all their siblings that's my grandmother's sister and that was like one of like the sanest moments of my life I would say like she treated me like a kid like I never really had to like do too much like I never really had to worry about like what am I gonna eat or is the lights going to be on? Is the water going to be on? Like, I just felt comfortable living with her. She gave me a home. And I know I wasn't her child, but, like, she gave me a space to just be myself. I had my own room. And she respected me in a way. Like, I felt like with my grandmother, like, she just felt like she could say whatever to me and just, like, disrespect my character, my person, who I am. And from her, it never really was that. Like, I felt like she just wanted to see the best in me. So... I would say halfway into sophomore year. Money problems arose again, but like not too bad to the point where like with my grandma where like I didn't have like food, water, cable. It was just like, I just need money because I think she took in my brother when I entered sophomore year. I think my brother was living with my grandma freshman year still. But I remember money problems arose And I think my brother's behavior also became a big issue during that time while I was living with her. So I think towards the end of my sophomore year, I was removed from her house and I was forced to live by myself junior year. And I was really excited, if I'm being honest, I was really excited for this to play out. I thought like I could handle this. Like I felt like living with my grandma prepared me for everything, living with my aunt prepared me for everything. Like I felt like I was able to do this because I had nowhere else to go at the time. So I was living by myself junior year and then I think towards like the third month of my junior year of high school, it started getting a bit hectic for me. Money problems were still a thing around that time. So like my mom couldn't afford my rent, like I couldn't afford my rent, but I had a friend who let me live in like her basement, but like I didn't really call that a room or a friend now that I come to realize I felt like the girl's really racist, like really homophobic, her family wise, like I felt like they treated me like disrespectfully. Like I've heard like certain things that they said about me. I don't have a problem with like cleaning the bathroom, but they also had like another son who didn't do anything. Like he didn't clean the bathroom. So like your son is not cleaning the bathroom, but I am. That was like just really weird to me. And in this room, it was literally just my bed in a corner, a desk, and a TV, and then just a clothing line. Like, I did not have any, I didn't have anywhere to, I had a mini fridge, but I didn't have anywhere to use the bathroom, anywhere to cook. Like, I always had to, like, go outside, go up the steps, and then 
go inside to like cook, use the bathroom, all that stuff. And for some reason, I just never really felt comfortable staying with that girl. But I really just wanted to stay in Rockland. So going back a little bit, you said that during your junior year of high school, you were living alone. So how did you manage that, like financially and like with high school and all that? So throughout high school, like I played football and I had a job at the time. So those are like my three main worries. Football, school, work. Unfortunately, I felt like the job wasn't enough for me because I still had nights where like I ended up like starving. Not like starving, but just like really hungry. Like, there were nights where I was just hungry or, like, I couldn't afford to go to work, like, trip-wise. Because we didn't, I didn't have a car and, like, I did, transportation isn't that reliable where I'm from. And football-wise, like, I just felt like that was a cult on its own, if I'm being honest. Like, I'm a big guy and they were just like, yeah, you're big, come play for us. And I was like, no. (laughs) But they would, like, bully guys at the end of the day like if you were not gonna play like I've seen coaches like bully students as well just for not playing so like I had to play like that wasn't an option for me so I forced myself to play football I forced myself to get a job and I've and academically that just wasn't for me so there was a point where I just started like using drugs to cope And I wouldn't say I had, like, an addiction, but I felt like I definitely used, like, drugs, alcohol, and just, like, pills just to, like, cope with what was going on at one point. I don't hate that moment of my life. I felt like that definitely taught me a lot. I felt like I came here and it taught me how to manage my time, how to, like, know when to say no, know when to put the bottle down, know when to put the joint down, It definitely taught me a lot, and I don't hate that moment in my life. And I felt like that was also, like, a driving force for me to actually, like, want to go to college just so I don't have to ever experience something like that again. So from junior year, my aunt heard what was going on, and she was like, okay, I'll take you back in. But she took me back in for the rest of my junior year. So my grandfather was helping me pay my rent around that time. So I think he called my aunt and was like, I will give you his rent money in substitute for him living in wherever his living situation, his current living situation. So my aunt took me in for the remainder of my junior year to live with her for the rent instead of like me having to pay that girl without a bathroom, kitchen, fridge, all those like common living amenities. So... The end of junior year comes around, and I'm just like, damn, like, I'm out of school again. Like, I don't know where I'm going to stay. So I know you guys are probably thinking, like, why didn't you just go back to the Bronx and live with your mom? I almost got left back in first grade in the Bronx, and I feel like that's just, like, a common thing I've heard happen amongst, like, city kids. Not city kids, but just, like, the New York education system, the New York City education system. It's, like, a common thing that I've heard. And... I just didn't want to go back to that. It just wasn't a safe space. And I just feel like my mom also wasn't ready to have us back at that time once again. So going back, where where was your brother during this time? Say that. I could tell you parts of where he was at. So freshman year, we lived together with my aunt. Throughout sophomore year, I think he lived with me and my aunt as well. And then I think junior year is when I got kicked out. And then we had to decide, like, where are we going to be living? So... My grandmother lived in, like, a hotel with, like, her and my uncle and his girlfriend throughout the time. And my brother would just, like, live with them. 
here and there, but like I don't know where else he was throughout those other years. And I felt like that was a traumatic time for him as well because they were just arguing even more. And I just remember one night, like, I just hear a knock on, like, my door or, like, a call saying, like, oh, your brother's on the way. Like, he had to go because the fi- the fighting between my uncle and my grandmother would get, like, really violent most of the time. Or, like, cops would have to be called or, like, she would drive to the police precinct. Like, there was just always stuff like that. But honestly, I don't remember, like, where he was most of the time. Like, one thing I will say, my brother's behavior definitely was a factor in where he got to live, so... My brother has this attitude where it's just like some people are just like, yeah, we can't take him. I'm not mad at him. I'm also, it's, I just feel like you have to fix yourself if you want somewhere to stay. Like you have to abide by people's rules. And that just wasn't his thing. So like my godmother took me in my senior year of high school. But for him, she was like, I'm not taking him. So like he ended up staying with my aunt my senior year. I think she took him back for the remainder of his high school years. Was he older or younger? Than younger. You? I'm the oldest. <laughs> Had to put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so throughout senior year, my godmother. I have I've I've known this woman since like my freshman year of high school actually. But that's such an angel, like. <laughs> I'm so sorry I might tear up a little because I love that woman so much. I really do. Like, that's she's really showed me, like, what it means to be a part of a family. She's taken me and my brother in as family, I would say, in one way. Like, she's taken him on, like, vacations with her other children. She's, like, introduced us to, like, camp. She's done so many things for us. Like, I'm just like, why are you doing this for us? But she definitely saved the both of us in a way. I feel like she gave my brother a safe haven, like, a place for him to be a kid and she also did that for me as well like she she's the reason why i am the man i am today i would definitely say not her all alone much big shout out to my aunt that let me stay with her (laughs) (laughs) so my my godmother that my senior year with her was like really fine like i would just say i was unsupervised i feel like that was like my pre-introduction to college i was a bad wording but like there was a time where I, like, snuck out to go spend the night at my friend's house. And, like, she, she didn't know. But even then, like, I knew, like, it was her house to respect her house. So, like, I've never really done anything crazy at her house. Maybe I might have, like, smoked one time when she wasn't there. But, like, I haven't done anything crazy or passed that at her house. That senior year was actually, like, really fine. And I feel like that year is, like, when I decided to, like come to terms with like who I need in my circle like throughout like my junior year I had a lot of friends who were like very aware of what was going on with me and that showed me like who my real friends were so there was a point where I passed out in class and my best friend right across from me watched me like pass out in class and got up and left when the bell rung so like that was just really telling of like who to keep in my life who not to keep in my life So I kept that idea with me throughout, like, senior year. And senior year was, like, the time of my life. (laughs) I love senior year so, so much. I just, I found, like, my friends who really cared about me, who meant a lot to me, who were there for me, who, and I felt like that was just a big thing for me to bring to college with me, just, like, recognize who really cares for you. I always knew I was going to go to college. So, like, uh, that was my big thing, like, just what I've been through, like, I told myself growing up, like, this cannot happen again. I refuse to let that happen again. 
like just being poor was not for me i'm so sorry <laughs> i'm so so sorry so senior year like i knew i wanted to go to college i applied to colleges u albany i picked u albany because i felt like it was like one of like, the blacker schools i was just always weary of like going to a pwy and just being left out like the black sheep haha you wanted to feel welcome basically like so I picked Albany, and I had a few friends coming here from high school, so I was like, why not? Albany had a great financial package at the end of the day, so I just took that. And I spent a summer here before, like, um, freshman year actually started, and I made a few friends from that. And I felt like I was even more prepared for freshman year, just knowing I'm coming in with, like, newer friends than my high school ones. So freshman year came around, and my goal was to just... I felt like my summer program definitely, like, kept me on the school track. So, like, I only had, like, two weeks of summer, if I'm being honest. So, my summer program, I would say, like, just kept my mind going, kept my mind working. So, I feel like my summer program also, like, really pushed into it. So, like, do what you have to do in school. Get to go to your office hours. Do whatever to get that 4.0, basically. So my goal was, I wasn't aiming for a 4.0, like I literally just wanted to pass classes, but from high school and just like my junior year grades, not following up to what I wanted to do, I told myself when I came here, like I have to make a difference. So I came freshman year, I did what I had to do, I got my 4.0 my first semester. I would say I enjoyed it, like I felt really sane coming up here, like it was free from home, free from the stress. And I feel like that's one of my favorite things about being up here now. Like, I call home and I hear arguing in the background or just, like, anything with my brother being involved. I'm like, all right, I'm so glad I'm up here. But (laughs) freshman year, I don't really, maybe because I was drunk half the time, I'm not sure. But, like, I don't remember a lot about freshman year. Um, What I do remember from freshman year is to don't let grades define you. I felt like that was such a big thing for me. Like, I felt like even when I got like a 90 on a test, I was ready to cry at one point because I was like, no, I have to get this A. I have to get this A. Like, I was just so grade crazy at one point where like I was going to classes like like pulling all-nighters. And that's not healthy at the end of the day. Like, I don't want to ever be in that state again. Second semester of freshman year, I just kept it going, just like being grade crazy. And I think it went bad when they sent us home. I got sent home and I ended up in a room with in an apartment, a teeny tiny, not teeny tiny apartment, but I ended up in a small apartment sharing a room with my grandmother, my brother and my mom. So imagine how much pent up anger, trauma, stress is going on in that house. I did what I had to do throughout academically I did what I had to do but there was a point in time where I felt like my eye twitching because I was sharing a room with my grandmother and it was like having a roommate all over again like could you turn on the tv and just her hinting at like a whole like just knowing how to like push my buttons and just knowing how to like take me off take off my brother take off my mom so I just remember just being trapped in this apartment So the layout was me and my grandma. We both shared a room. And then my brother got the living room. My mom had her own room, of course. 
So my brother just did whatever in the room. And, like, my grandma would switch in between, like, the living room and my bedroom. Because if I wasn't arguing with her, my brother was. So, like, she was, like, she she came from living in the hotel to living with us. And I think my mom just wanted to give her that opportunity just because, like, COVID is around. Like, let me just make sure my mom is okay. Just have her somewhere safe, like, knowing where she's at. And just give her another chance, I guess, to, like, make up for her wrongdoing. So what she did to her as a child, maybe, I don't really know the story behind that, like, as to why my mom let her live with her. But I just remember just always arguing with my grandmother. And just and there was a point where I hated her. Like, I wanted her dead. I'm going to be honest. Like, I really did want my grandmother dead at one point. I'm so sorry, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> but she was just bringing back so much from so much anger that I had from when I was a kid and when I used to live with her. And I just I'm a newer person now. Like, that's not me. I didn't want to deal with that anymore. So, like, there was points where she was just causing, like, full-blown, like, house arguments. Like, everybody in the house was arguing because of her. And I just remember, like, she got my mom so out of character one day. Like, my mom is yelling at the top of her lungs. And I just saw, like, I wouldn't say it broke my mom, but, like, my mom never meant to get to that point. And I just was like, yeah, she has to go. So, I think one day, we were all arguing, getting in the car. And I just started yelling at my grandma, just like constantly, like I couldn't say anything else, just shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. And from there, like, she was like, yeah, I have to go. Like her daughter already cursed her out, her grandson already like yelled at her. She was like, and I was just telling her like, pack your shit up and go, please, please get the fuck out of here. We're over you at this point. So she left and we were relieved, of course, (laughs) we were obviously relieved. We were relieved, and I think I just spent the remainder of our summer just in the house, just chilling and waiting for my semester to start back up. When that uh, situation did happen, I didn't talk to my grandma for a couple of months, and I think I came back around my sophomore year. I'm going to get into my sophomore year, but I just want to say, like, how I did end up talking to her. So, like, my grandma did end up, like, going back to live in a hotel, and, like, just knowing that she's living in a hotel, like, no way for her to cook i just felt really bad because like like i said like i don't really hate well i did say i hated her a while ago but like it's not genuine hate like i do love my grandma like i really do wish the best for her but like she's just there's something off about her that needs help and i just this is out of my control at the end of the day so like i just asked my brother where she was and i went to go say hi to her and and we've apologized to each other and we reunited from there But now let's get into sophomore year. (laughs) 